Hey, welcome back. This is your host, Michael. And Sherry. With another episode of Helping Couples. Mm -hmm. And, you know, not just married couples, but soon to be married couples. They're just, you know, in the early stages of it. With some of the tools we found over the years, that's going to help us. Today's topic is the power of forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So those of you who listened to the last podcast, Sherry actually forgave me, you know. <laughs> we put I it to did. work. Right. Uh-huh. Okay. Because <laughs> I was testing her forgiveness, you mm-hmm. know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, but where we good. Cool. You know, so, you know, part of any relationship, I mean, not only just, you know, romantic relationships, but family relationships, coworkers, siblings, saying sorry and forgiving each other are vital to any really earthly relationship. Right. Uh, I, I focused on earthly, but also any heavenly or spiritual relationship, mm-hmm. you have to ask for forgiveness. Um, and I don't feel like I need to qualify that when I say heavenly, you know. <laughs> My, <laughs> you know okay. Because there's, you know, today's economy, there's a lot of different things out there when you say spiritual. Mm-hmm. All right, so I want you to be clear what we're talking about. Right. You know, but, you know, saying sorry, asking for forgiveness and forgiving is really vital because inevitably through conflict somebody's going to get hurt (laughs) Mm -hmm. yes they are you know but unresolved hurts they you know that that really attacks trust it attacks openness i mean it causes typically people will shut down if they you know if they see it happen over and over again you know so yeah it, it and uh this we want to save intimacy in your relationships mm-hmm. intimacy is a pretty powerful word i think you had some definitions you wanted to share yeah i looked up the word intimacy actually it comes from a root word and for those who want to know i'm looking at webster's dictionary from the 1828 version mm-hmm. because it, i like it kept a lot of the original you know meanings because if if anyone that studies words you know over time words can lose their meaning oh my goodness or, yeah or they morph or they change and take new things mm-hmm. take like, on initials what'd you say <laughs> initials <laughs> initials <laughs> idk right okay. right uh-huh. that's a whole nother thing right you right. got a generation who may not know how to write mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. all right but it comes from a root word from a noun intimate and then the the one here for the context of what we're talking about is it's defined as one to whom the thoughts of another are entrusted without reserve. Mm-hmm. Where there's a safe environment. There's there's an environment where a person feels comfortable. They feel open. They feel if they're vulnerable, it's going to be okay. Right. Because, you know, as, as you develop relationships, the ability to be vulnerable is like, you know, especially if people start dating early. Are they going to reject me? Mm-hmm. Are they going to like me? Mm-hmm. I think we see it mostly in, in middle school, junior <laughs> high school, high school. <laughs> right. If you survive that time period that you can graduate, mm-hmm. you've really got a lot of that already taken care of. Unless you're in a situation where kids can be cruel. And you we got all this social stuff now. Oh, yeah, it is social. You man. know, back then it was it was social back then, but now it's Internet social. Yeah, because you can have somebody over in Arizona. <laughs> could be trolling you mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and they feel empowered because they're not there in person right, you know? right. <laughs> but anyway yeah so intimate here is, is the, about the, impos- in, the intimacy. intimacy between right. a man and a woman right in a in a, in a, in a relationship that's stable mm-hmm. you know where 
the thoughts of another are entrusted without reserve. Right. So I think that's good. And and with that, that really helps the power of forgiveness. So where do you want to start? We're going to start with the reaction to hurt. Mm. First of all, anger is not bad. God gave us uh, anger because okay. it's a signal that something is wrong and it mm-hmm. needs to be addressed. Okay. So, you know, something needs is... You know, anger is, is, it is that one thing that, you know, God gave it to us and something needs to be sorted out. Something's just not right when the anger comes out. Mm-hmm. Now, given, keep in mind that we're talking about there's pretty well-adjusted people. There's not a person who just, you know, needs anger management. Right, <laughs> you know, right, right. We're, we're making assumptions there mm-hmm. on that part, mm-hmm. you know. So, you know, here's the thing, though. What happens if hang, anger or the, the anger's buried, hurt is buried. It just never. And like last time we talked about, the person doesn't listen, and they, mm-hmm. they, they, and they just bury that hurt. Mm-hmm. Here are some things that happen: is yeah. typically a person has becomes or develops an inability to relax. Mm-hmm. They're kind of always on edge, waiting for the the proverbial other shoe to drop. Yep. You know, they're never at rest. Anxiety. Anxiety. You know, irritable, irritable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And low sexual desire. You know, I don't think you want to hop in the bed with somebody you're angry with. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, I don't think that would work too well. No. Yeah. Yeah. It just wouldn't be the same. Yeah. And there's unfortunately, sometimes there's couples that just go through the through the motions mm-hmm. because one one party is just oblivious to it. It just chooses and they just want their way and mm-hmm. they got to win. And they're just going to override that person. The other person just says, well, you know, whatever. Um, that intolerance, you know, people's tolerance level goes down. It's like, you know, you hangry. <laughs> <laughs> right. Betty White, yeah. You know, or people escape, you know, drugs, self-medication through drugs, alcohol, pornography, etc. We, you know, some people do math, you know, whatever. They're, they're trying to escape something very often. The pornography turns into like a fantasy of, yeah, of sexual stuff versus the physical. Yeah, becomes a control thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And and that's that's a whole nother topic one of these times. We'll mm-hmm. talk about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, or sometimes people are just escaping to work. They become workaholics, or they focus all their, their time into their children. There's some people in religious activities that are super busy in religious activities because they haven't dealt with hurt and anger and you have a when you have a real good leader in and that can see that they can help hopefully pull that person aside and say hey let's talk about this well why do you work so hard and maybe help them maybe it's a blind spot or maybe it's something that they really have buried it in mm-hmm. you know it's amazing it's it is amazing. amazing we're talking about buried hurts yeah and anger so instead of dealing with it or going back to the intimacy, maybe they're not in a situation where they can entrust your thoughts mm-hmm. or feel vulnerable. But, you know, there's this conflict. There's a, we talked about conflict our last podcast. So this is when we want to talk about how do you deal with that, deal with the conflict. Mm-hmm. And But that forgiveness is key. So some of the other physical symptoms is obviously sleep is, is affected. Man, so much sleep apnea up here. Well, well, some of the sleep apnea could actually be physical. Sometimes that's not always related to a, Excuse me. 
a physical thing. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah, disturb sleep. Then I meant disturb to say sleep. disturb yeah. sleep. You're tossing, mm-hmm. turning all night long. You know, over this buried down anger. Right. It's kind of like Sinbad says. You know, he go. You know, couples go to sleep, and the guy wakes up with a black eye, <laughs> and said the wife and hit him in his sleep. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like what happened? Like oh my goodness. He's like what? <laughs> anyway, um, very often appetites are affected. It can swing either way. Right, people, I was going to say either way. People, that they, go ahead, I'm sorry. You know, it can swing that a person is not eating. They're just gone and they're just so wrapped up into their their anger that they don't eat. Oh, or yeah. they uh, eat too much. They overeat. Yeah. You call that uh, comfort foods is what they call it. Where right. you got somebody up in the middle of the night, right. can't sleep, so they eat. Right. I mean, there's there's shows, and again, I'm, <laughs> I seem like I'm a uh, you know, pop culture person, but I'm not. Really. That's but, okay. Yeah. But we've seen some of those shows that come on where mm-hmm. they were able to talk about people who have hit six, seven thousand pounds. And come to find out, it was an anger issue. It was hurt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was some kind of, you know, some kind of malady that has occurred to them that's caused them to do that. Um, also, medical conditions, ulcer, high blood pressure, pain. They've even found that some forms of cancer are related to unforgiveness. And people never thought about that. I think this pain is probably chronic. And sometimes it's unaddressed because of hurts and and Mm -hmm. anger in their life. Right. Now, that doesn't mean if a person's got a physical issue that it is really physical and not everything ties to that. Correct. It could just be chromosomal, to be DNA, whatever. Mm -hmm. But chromosome DNA is the same thing. I'm sorry. I was trying to say (laughs) hereditary. That's what I was trying to say. We're addressing buried mm-hmm. angers, anger and hurt. But, you know, the emotional part of, you know, if these things are resolved, people very often can get to a point where they lose a positive emotion towards romance, mm-hmm. love, and joy. You know, it's kind of the Eeyores of the world. Well, nothing's going to happen today. <laughs> <laughs> you know, low self-esteem, depression. Mm-hmm. And fear of confrontation, they shut down, they stonewall, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about how do you how do you deal with the hurt? Or talk about the hurt. You're gonna first of all, you're gonna bring this this situation out into the open. Mm-hmm. You're gonna talk about it. You know, it's you, you, you the small things should be addressed, and they shouldn't be piled up into big things, because uh. It's not good in a relationship. So as try to hit the small things as quickly as you possibly can, mm-hmm. because, you know, like you said, accumulation of small hurts leads to a bigger issue where intimacy is closed. I mean, stonewalling and essentially you got a blocked relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, people have built walls between each other. Right. And I'm thinking about, you know, the example of the small rocks that block a drain. Can you imagine how many rocks it took to make that drain blocked and you couldn't you couldn't get it open? Well, first of all, why is there rocks in the it, inside the house? We're using that as an example. Oh, okay. You mean like outside like a drain out in the yard and like the neighborhood kind of thing? Maybe so, yes. <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking like, okay, if there's rocks in my house, then there's another issue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking about physically in that. No, but you're talking like the drain, the, the rain runs We're talking about the these hurts. Where people we're put using logs this. In there. Yeah, absolutely. We're using this as a scenario yeah. of yeah. over time, mm-hmm. things have blocked mm-hmm. the drain. 
well, rivers and creeks, actually, yeah, that's a great example. Mm-hmm. Would that flow get stopped? Well, actually, if we're talking physically, the interior of an artery becomes built up with plaque. Mm-hmm. And that's why they call it a heart attack. Mm. You know, because it, it can't get through. The flow is interrupted. Mm-hmm. So, that kind of thing there. Right. Wow. So, these are, you know, I know we're, mm-hmm. we're not trying to make these these situations uh, light, but we're just saying these are unaddressed small hurts Mm -hmm. that lead to a loss of intimacy again so hopefully people can talk through these things and bring them out to your home take the initiative to talk through and and resolve it so it doesn't go under you know and become unresolved Mm -hmm. all right so also with that somebody's got to take responsibility to say i'm sorry Mm -hmm. and there's there's a there's a right way and there's a wrong (laughs) way to say it of course as we all know that you know you don't want to accuse the person when you're saying, I'm sorry, but I'm sorry because if you hadn't did X, Y, and Z, right. then this wouldn't happen. Right. right. Like, That's no. not taking responsibility. You're still putting the blame no. on that person. Right. Yeah, I wouldn't have reacted if you hadn't blah, 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 blah. Correct. But, but a person may say, what if it's something really detrimental and I had the right to be angry right then and there? <laughs> Because okay. they did something either dumb, harmful, stupid, illegal. So, yeah, I got mad. Mm-hmm. So, what do you say about that? Well, could you control that, though? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think, you. yeah, you should. I mean, I'm saying you saying that. Is that controlling that situation? Or just at the moment, you, you know, you feel justified to say, I'm angry because, you know, this person did X, Y, and Z. I think there's a way you say it that, okay, it goes back to that. I'm upset because of you did this and I'm angry about that and then I think you talk through it you know mm-hmm. um, again depends on what the situation is now you don't reserve the right to hold on to that anger until the sun goes down I mean once the sun's go down you gotta deal with it and be done with it and forgive the person and move on mm-hmm. doesn't mm-hmm. let them off the hook doesn't mean you condone their actions but you are getting yourself free and you also you're forgiving exercising that power of forgiveness towards that person so, you know, at that point, let's take a break and we'll come back and we'll talk about some other things with it. We'll be right back. Okay, see, and we're back from the break. We were talking about sorry. We're talking, talking about a person taking responsibility, not saying, hey, I'm sorry because of you did this. Mm-hmm. If you hadn't done that. You know, I'm sorry you did that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no, look, I'm sorry for mine. Mm-hmm. You know, and you can't make excuses. Like, you know, very often, sometimes we may criticize our spouse in front of the kids or from in front of our friends. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's something like, you know what? I'm sorry I criticized you in front of X yesterday. You know, my apology. It was unkind of me. I shouldn't have done that. I'm sorry. Versus somebody says, well, you know, if you hadn't opened it, you know, you hadn't stuck your foot in the mouth, I wouldn't have had to mm, embarrass mm, you. Mm, mm, I'm mm. sorry you had to be embarrassed. Oh, my goodness <laughs> gracious. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, we're kind of making a little light of that, but how often has that happened, though? True, you know, true. I, now, sometimes as parents, I realized how sometimes we may have embarrassed our son just saying stuff that it's like wait a minute hang on that that could be embarrassing stop that that's that's not criticizing 
or our parents have done that to that's us. That's what I was going to say. I have been embarrassed by my family so many times. Ooh, I'm going to resist the urge to talk about some. <laughs> this first time I sat there, it was like, ooh, that's how they roll. <laughs> But, but you know, again, it, it was it was generational. It started mm-hmm. way back when, and they saw it, and then they saw it. And they Family of origin. Family of origin. You know, it was just really interesting. You know, until somebody raises their hand and say, wow, did you really mean to say that? Mm-hmm. And it pauses, and the person pauses like, whoa, did that come up? Yeah, that's how that came out. Of course, still dealing with blind spots. Blind spots. Some people right don't now. believe that they that they are wrong. Right. And they just, they just go on like, don't take that from me. Right. Or, you know, or it's just a blind spot. So it's it's right. not even about withholding it. It's just the person has a blind spot. Right. Right. And you hear it, too, where people's like, well, you know, I'm sorry you felt that way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're done. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know, right, right, right. You because know, if, if talking to you and you still can't see it, I'm just going to pray the Lord opens your eyes to it. Mm-hmm, okay, got mm-hmm. it. All right, you know, and, you know, the scripture talks about confess your faults one to another and pray for one another that you may be healed. You know, I, there's so much in in the scriptures where the Lord's saying, okay, you know, these faults here we're talking about are not necessarily physical. They're, they're character, they're behavioral, they're learned behavior. Mm-hmm. And when you confess that, you can really pray for somebody right. that they get healed in that area. Even if it goes back to the hurt and the anger, they may be resolved, unresolved from when they were a kid mm-hmm. or for when an adult or whatever happened. And they don't realize that they are snapping out at people. So I think that's a good thing. All right. So then for, this moves, we're talking about the power of forgiveness. So you got to get to a point where you actually forgive. Because forgiveness is key. It's crucial. It's essential. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it really does bring the greatest force of healing in marriage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, forgiveness it, it's it's amazing how forgiveness is not an emotion, but it has emotion attached to it. Mm-hmm. You know? It does. Emo- forgiveness isn't a feeling, but it has feelings attached to it. So if it's neither emotion or feeling, it means forgiveness is a choice. I choose to forgive. You Correct. Know? So, so if you've, let's say, I shouldn't say you. I should say if. If someone has stepped on your toe and you remember that they stepped on your toe and your toe is hurting, that person is supposed to say, first of all, the person that stepped on your toe say, I'm sorry. And yeah. then you say, I forgive you, even though my foot still hurt. Yeah, I forgive you. I mean, it depends on, <laughs> did they break it? <laughs> and every time it rains, you know, the barometric pressure have, changes. They and, might you know, have. They I, I don't know. I, you know, we... <laughs> We've seen those situations right. in sports and stuff, and I would be like, wow, they let it go. You know, when those basketball players get knocked to the floor, sometimes the other person, even though they know the other person, you know, might just been a block defense, right. come and pick them up. I've actually seen the the opposite person, oh, yeah, absolutely. opposite team pick them up like here, okay. Yeah, that communicates, hey, I didn't intentionally do that. Mm-hmm. That wasn't a flagrant foul. I was mm-hmm. doing but then you see the other ones where you saw the elbow fly on purpose, you know, they got the foul shots. But, yeah, you know, the guy had to let it go, mm-hmm. you know, versus, you know, does he walk up and clock him? Right. You know, I'm going to go back to, and I know I'm, I'm going back again, but this was back in the 70s or something. I saw this video that um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, 
some of the guys who older guys may remember this one. Mm -hmm. Something happened. He got filed pretty bad, or they didn't call a file. The guy just kind of did a flagrant on him, and they didn't call it. So the ball switches. They're going down court. He lags back a little bit, and the guy comes up. He drops this guy <laughs> one punch. Wow. I mean, and you just saw him drop, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that right there was like, okay, you don't want that to happen. Right. You know, but anyway, I'm not, I, I kind of went back on a sports thing, but, but yeah, that that's a, a good example. He didn't forgive the guy. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah. Oh, I'm going yeah, to let you feel this. Mm -hmm. Maybe he needed to. I don't know. You know, I'm not, there, that's a whole nother discussion. Right. Right. When, right. That, when that's appropriate and when it's not appropriate. Mm -hmm. You know, because we don't know what they said, you know. But anyway, forgiveness will always cost you something. You know, um, you know, it's funny. It costs in that you have to relinquish your right to be right, to hold on to your right to hold on to. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Maybe not your, your, your right to be right. I don't want to say that. But you relinquish your right to hold on to it. That costs. Because very often, sometimes we feel good, you know. How many times have we, in your mind, you just saw, okay, I just clocked it. You know, I just did this, I did that. Mm -hmm. And then this person, this happened to him, and now and I'm feeling so much better. Like, no, you really don't feel better. No. Because physiologically, when you're holding on to all that unforgiveness and you're playing in your mind, the chemicals are going, cortisone's being released, your body's actually going through the fight or flight in some form or fashion. Mm -hmm. And that mm -hmm. stuff, if it's in dealt with, that's why they begin to show that it shows up in cancer. It shows up in ulcers and whatever else you want yeah, to call it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and the question is, what if I don't feel like forgiving? Wow. What if I don't? I just don't feel, I want to hold on to this. I want, ju you know, like, because a lot of times that comes from the demand for justice. People want justice. Mm -hmm. They want fairness, you know, or they just want to retaliate. Mm. But, you know, true forgiveness says, you know, I got to let that go. Yeah, I let it go. Because here's the bigger picture. What if God retaliated every time somebody mess, said something bad mm. about him? Wow. Sin, you know, our sin put him on the cross. Mm -hmm. Sin of every person put him on the cross. What if he said, you know what? You guys put my son on the cross. I'm about to collect. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's mm. in trouble. <laughs> Everybody's in trouble. You know, or what if he just said, you know what? Forget all of you. It's just done. I'm gonna start. I'm just gonna wipe the whole thing out mm. and start well because in the laws he can't do that just like right. that. But he could he could have just said, you know, let, let me let me just take care of everybody. But now he lets it go. Mm hmm So who are we to hold on beyond that? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Pause and think about that one. Yeah, pause and think about it. See uh and again, since we're talking about scripture, you know, Jesus himself even said that if you don't forget, if you don't forget your brother from your heart, neither can God forgive you. Mm -hmm. Neither will your heavenly father forgive you. Mm -hmm. Wow. Sometimes you wonder people who have carried unforgiveness for years don't realize that they haven't been forgiven by God. Because they, they refuse to give somebody else. It would be so unfair for him and unjust for him to forgive you but you refuse to give it mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that's why the parable comes up of the guy who you know those who may have never heard this parable there was this guy you know back year you know centuries ago that he owed this guy the equivalent of something like a million dollars 
And back then, they didn't just, you know, give you, you know, interest and everything. If you didn't pay your debt, you went to jail. Locked you up. And sometimes they didn't just lock you up. They would sell your family, your wife, your kids mm. into slavery. Wow. To be paid off. Mm-hmm. So he approached the guy. He said, look, there's no way I, I can't. I will try to pay you back whatever I can. And the guy forgave it. I mean, he wiped his debt mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Absolutely wiped it. You Boy, you think I would have been part of it. Like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the problem. This guy then goes out. And he, he's As soon as he leaves the guy, mm-hmm. he goes out and he, he sees somebody who owes him 10 bucks. 10 or 100, whatever, how much mm-hmm, it was. Mm-hmm. But it was nowhere near. And he chokes the guy. I mean, he's got him choked. And he's like, no, you owe me this money. And then he puts him in jail. Mm-hmm. You know, talk about wrong. But here's what happened now. Right. The uh, you know the other boys who saw that mm-hmm. they went back and told the guy, say, you know you know the guy you let off. Here's what he did. Mm. Sure enough, they arrest old boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and told him you're gonna be in jail until you pay your debt. Until mm. you pay it. You know, so he's like, oh wow. But the, but the principle of that parable is, you've been forgiven much. Who are you to hold on mm-hmm. to not forgive somebody who has much lesser? Or even mm-hmm. if they owed you just as much, you got forgiveness. You need to extend that same forgiveness. Correct. So anyway, I mean, hopefully that helps somebody with that. Right. You know, so anyway, but let's talk about, you know, because we've had this conversation before. It's like, okay, does forgiveness mean I forget or pretend that the, that event didn't happen or the hurt didn't happen? No. Does it? Does, does that mean I just forgive and forget? Do I deny the hurt? There's a difference. There is a difference. There's a difference. So what about I it? think if the person did, did the wrong, you forgave them, mm-hmm. you don't allow that to happen again, of course. Mm-hmm. But it's something that you discussed, like, mm-hmm. you know, you may have called me, you know, this really bad name, and I was embarrassed, and I got upset. Mm-hmm. And I say, okay. They say, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to call you that name like that on the streets, you know, mm-hmm. in front of your friends. Mm-hmm. They say, okay, I forgive you. But let's just let's just know the boundary is you're not going to do that anymore. Right. Because I expect your behavior to change. Mm-hmm. Now, if they come back and do it again, then, you know, OK, I still forgive you. I walk free. But now I've set up boundaries. Doesn't mean forgiveness doesn't mean that I don't hold you accountable. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that that event didn't hurt. Didn't, it didn't happen. And I got to work through the hurt of it. It just means that I'm willing to let go and let the healing process begin. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, sometimes people think, well, if we just love each other, like in couples, they hurt each other. They say, well, if we love each other, it'll just, it'll resolve and it'll just, it'll be a, you know, it'll heal. Not if you hadn't sat down and talked through that and no. made sure all priorities are clear. Now, if you have right. sat down and that person continues to ruminate on that and just ruminate on it, then that's something that that's between that. That's in that internally in that person. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, but real forgiveness is really facing the wrong done to us. You know, you, you acknowledge the, you know, the emotions that occurred like, okay, say I called you out of your name. I can't just minimize that. I can have to really say you have to want really share that. Hey, I'm really hurt about that. Mm -hmm. It made me feel blank. It made me this. I have to acknowledge this as 
you know what? I acknowledge your your per- I acknowledge that it have to. I validate your feelings, mm-hmm. and I'm so wrong. And here's what I'm gonna do to make sure it's right. Let's say, for example, the example you said that I embarrassed you. Next time we see your friends or those friends, I say, hey guys, last time we were together, I made this. I said this statement that was incorrect. I embarrassed my wife. Forgive me for seeing and saying that. I've asked her forgiveness, but I'm asking you guys to forgive me. That's really big. That's that's showing fruit. Yeah. Oh yeah. That, oh yeah. <laughs> that's, that's showing change. <laughs> not, yes. Not just saying every situation you have to do that. Correct. But that but the message that was sent to you is okay. Cool. That's that's what real forgiveness looks like, and that's action on my part. It would also be an example to what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you've already now forgiveness for you in that situation, whether I did that or not, is you faced the wrong. Hey, something wrong happened. It did occur. The emotions are real, but I'm choosing not to hold it against my partner. I'm choosing to let that go. I'm making mm-hmm. a decision. It's not an emotion. It's not a feeling. It's a decision to let that go. Right. And sometimes, you know, that's a process. You may have to forgive somebody 70 times seven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's the scripture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, sounds, that sounds familiar, doesn't it? It does. It does. Right. But this is the time that we live in. Right. Right. Forgive. Right. To be forgiven. Right. Forgiveness. But you know, also too, yeah, you walk in forgiveness because because God does that to us. Mm-hmm. But I like His principle in that He's gonna hold you accountable, and you know, you keep coming and saying the same thing. He's gonna press you to make a change. Mm-hmm. So you can make it on your own, or you can make it the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean yeah you heard that right (laughs) so you all should take heed today this is Mm -hmm. this is january it's a new day it's a new day it's a new year it's a new start it is and unless we all make decisions that we're going to do something different it's just be another day on the calendar it'll just be another time frame Mm -hmm. you just Mm -hmm. perpetuate the same thing you've been doing for the last x number of years or months whatever right this this right. thing is bigger than us right it's 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 based on you having a, a very good relationship right leading to a wonderful engagement mm-hmm. <laughs> wedding mm-hmm. these are good foundational truths right. that right in the long run you're gonna you're gonna be thankful that right. you started out with these versus letting stuff pile up right and for our married people you know as your marriage gets better, then, you know, where you've got, you know, 10, 15, 20, mm-hmm. 25, 30 something plus years into it, you know, having a developed forgiveness, communication, learn how to resolve conflict and develop so much intimacy mm-hmm. where you can entrust again, that definition, you can entrust your thoughts, become vulnerable in a safe environment with your spouse. And as you two walk together, you see yourselves as partners. It could be a great thing. Now, obviously, we didn't talk about the sexual intimacy. That's another talk, but <laughs> but that one, we, <laughs> yeah, for the married couples, you know, <laughs> we're gonna get to that. Yeah. Yes, but yes, you know, we that, are. That ties into it, you know. That ties mm-hmm, so much into mm-hmm. it. And then also for you know for our singles out there who are listening, you know, you maybe say, "Hey, I'm not in a relationship," but hopefully, you're, you're taking principles now so you can learn those things. So when you get into it, you can recognize like. Oh, that's what Michael and Sherry was talking about. Okay. Right, what did right. they say? Okay, how do let me dig that up <laughs> or whatever. Right. You know, and then that way you can help you 
getting into a better spot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. New opportunities and new things are happening this year, and I'm, I'm believing that it's going to happen with our single people. Yeah, it is. Cool. Anything else, Ellie? This is a great day. It a is a great, great day. segment. Yeah. So people got some homework to do. Yeah. So the homework is to, if you haven't asked for forgiveness, go ask for forgiveness. Work or, on it. Or if you need to bring some hurts and some pain up, you know, have mm-hmm, that conversation. Mm-hmm. And if everything is good, just work through it and just be sensitive so you don't repeat. Right. Inevitably, there's going to be conflict. But if, you, if you're sensitive to these things on the front end, you already be so much farther along that you can help resolve it so much quicker than you would normally. That's right. All right. So this is another wrap mm-hmm. with your host, Michael. And Sherry. With the podcast where we help people. We're trying to at least help people. Mm-hmm. So until next time, peace. peace.